This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach. If you've ever worked for a small company, you've heard this statement. Either they mention it at the beginning of the interview or they mention it right at the end of the interview. And that statement usually says something along the lines of, hey, we're really a small organization. We will miss you if you don't show up. We will miss you if you don't show up is kind of the cornerstone of a small company. Because in many instances, that singular person might be the entire customer service organization or sales organization or finance and administration might only be a couple of people. But the, the number of people in the company directly affects how quickly and how fast they'll miss you if you don't show up. And in the contact center business, it doesn't matter whether you've got 10 people in your contact center or 10,000, that statement is just as critical. And that is, we'll miss you if you don't show up. There was a old movie with Keanu Reeves. I don't even remember the name of it, but I remember the, the line from the movie. It was, a, he had a, was running a small kids baseball team. And you know, he made the comment, hey, 99% of life is just showing up and I cannot begin to tell you how impressed I am that you showed up. In the contact center, showing up is everything. The term showing up though has so many different variables connected to it. Showing up could be showing up on a Monday morning. Showing up could be making sure that you get back in your seat after lunch. Showing up could be arriving on a Friday. And the biggest of all showing up is that you just didn't quit. Attrition by its very definition is not showing up. And we miss the people that attrit that don't show up. So that is the biggest issue in the contact center is not showing up, whether it be for a Monday, for a shift, for a Friday or the ultimate not show up, which is not showing up at all, which means that you quit. So I wanna talk to you today about the things that you can do to help make sure people show up. And I'm really gonna divide it into two pieces. One I'm gonna talk about just really quickly, how do I get people to show up and how do I encourage them to be on time? These are people that haven't quit yet. These are people that I just want them to come when they're supposed to come. And then the second component we're going to talk about is what do we need to do to make sure that we communicate to people how important it is that they show up and stick around. So first off, let's just talk very simply about being on time. 
I've said it before, in a contact center, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. If you're late, you're history. People need to show up on time. We need to be maniacal about showing up on time. You need to have as one of your core competencies in your organization being on time. I love to communicate to frontline employees about something called a call center minute. And that is if we've got 100 people in our center and everybody's late by just a minute, that's 100 call center minutes. If we divide that out, that's well in excess of an hour, almost two hours of time. And when you look at it, we need to have somebody fill in, but they need to fill in every, every unique individual minute. When we hold meetings, and meetings don't start on time and don't end on time, if you wanna have a way of looking at it, just, just take a look at the number of people that are there. Say you've got 10 people and somebody shows up 10 minutes late. Well, we just wasted 100 contact center minutes. And that's a, a great way to look at it. And the other thing that I like to tell frontline employees is, is listen, you know what, if you're really concerned about the fact that you're being measured by the minute, understand that professional sports, I mean, they work on the minute. Uh, a basketball game or a football game starts at a particular time. And, and they're actually measured to and asked to perform up to the minute to show up at exactly the minute that's necessary for them to be successful. TV newscasters, they work the same way. They, they've got to be in their seats. He or she has to be in their seats at exactly the right time. They run by seconds. So if you've ever seen a professional football game, what you'll see is if you watch the sidelines, if you go to a game, you'll see there'll be someone that'll be standing there that'll have an orange glove on. And that orange glove is what they use to tell the referee that they can begin the game or start the game because they're keeping track of the TV uh, network. And when the network comes back from commercial, the person with the orange glove you know, points and that means they need to be on time. I actually uh, knew a contact center manager that actually had an orange glove. And when the shift started, they were out there with the orange glove. Everybody knew they were in the orange glove and would just point, which meant they needed to be on time at that particular time. So I would encourage you to be maniacal about having your employees be on time because we will miss them if they don't show up. But let's shift gears and talk a little bit now about the people that we want to stick around for a really long time, which is with the not showing up we're talking about is attrition, which means they're going to they're gonna go away or, or we don't want them to go away. So there are three things that you can do that are really the cornerstone of how you keep people around. And, and in, in a broad way, this really is a reflection of culture, but it's a reflection of your impact on the culture and the things that you can do to help them succeed. So first up is connecting. And if you've ever heard me speak before, we're looking for people to connect on three levels. We're looking for them to connect with the company, to connect with their peers, and to connect with you. And I think that, that this can all be summed up in one simple phrase, which is, I need you. I think the most important part of your day is to communicate to your employees that I need you. And that can be communicated as simply as saying, I need you, or your team needs you. Communicating that their targets and their goals add up to the team's goals. That's kind of how a call center minute kind of works. And that, that the team needs you. 
and the team needs your performance and you to meet your goals so that the team can make their goals. And then you also communicate to them when you say, I need you, that we are in it together. You've heard me say before that a rep is looking for three things in their job. They're looking for a clear job description. They're looking for the skills and tools to help them be successful. And finally, they're looking for a, a leader or a boss, a direct report that, has, that they report to that has their best interests in mind. You really are in it together and communicating to them that you're in it together for them, that you are there to help them be successful, communicates, I need you. You're actually the person that's responsible for their connection to the company, to their peers, and to you. And that means that you're supposed to be the corporate rah-rah person. You're the one that connects them to, their, to, you know, to your mission statement or to your, your purpose. You really are the corporate weenie, or you're supposed to be. You're the one that encourages them to connect with a friend, to make a connection with other peers. And you're the one that wants them to be connected to you. And the best way that you can connect yourself to them is to be interested in them. Not interesting, be interested in them. And when you're interested in them, they recognize and figure out pretty much that you care and if you care about them, then they'll begin to care about the things that, that, that you need them to do. And when you say, I need you, they might actually believe you. So what are some of the things that you can say to communicate this connection, the I need you? Well, how about I need you? Our team needs you. I need you to lead today. I need your very best today. I need, we need. We all need. When we communicate that, we connect with them and we, we, we let them know that we need them because we'll miss them if they don't show up. Second up is that we need to encourage them. And you encourage them, quite simply, the term is, if, if to connect is, I need you, then to encourage is, you make a difference. We need to communicate to our employees that they make a difference. The best way that you can communicate that they make a difference is to show them that their customer comments show that they make a difference. How much time do you spend going over the comments that customers have said, especially the encouraging ones, that show that they make a difference? We've talked before about the fact that customer words change behavior. Your ability to be able to connect your employees as quickly as possible with customer comments shows them that they make a difference. We show them also that they make a difference because we recite their accomplishments over and over and over again. Do you know your employees' accomplishments? Before you walk the rows or have that one-on-one -on -one at the um, you know during the month, or maybe just a just a flyby when you're just going to call and check in. Do you know their accomplishments? Do you exhort them about their accomplishments? One of the core competencies or one of the, the keys to culture is being a culture that finds somebody doing something right. How much time are you spending finding somebody doing something right? Because you should be reciting their accomplishments. And while we're reciting their accomplishments, we also need to be measuring and showing their impact on their legacy. Their legacy is those numbers that they, that they achieve and they get to that, that come over time that begin to set them apart, to begin to show that they're having an impact on the organization. 
Does, do any of your employees have legacy type numbers yet? Have they ever done something that stood out that is a legacy that people talk about or an example of great customer service or attendance or helping a team member or contributing to the organization or suggesting an idea or simply being there over and over again, performing at a, at a rate that is significant and makes a difference? Because telling them you make a difference sounds good, but we've got to have the details and the data behind it. So if, if I want to be able to communicate to them encouragement by selling, telling them they make a difference, what would you say? Well, you might say, wow, I saw your numbers. You are so close to X, whatever that goal may be, or hi, superstar, I saw your insert, whatever the number is that makes a difference. You might say to them, you're about to enter rarefied air and insert a legacy that they're about to achieve, which might be 1,000 perfect scores or 5,000 perfect scores or 20,000 perfect scores or 100 perfect scores in a row. We may say something like, we need your fill-in-the-blank success to rub off on everyone else today. We're constantly looking for ways to communicate to our employees to encourage them that they make a difference. Well, we've said, I need you. We've said, you make a difference. Third up is building and learning, which means you can get better. We want to challenge our employees to build and learn because when we do that, we, 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 we show them that we're invested in their future. We're invested in their success. We're not just saying, hey, we're measuring you. Hey, we want you to show up on time. We're also showing them that they can get better. We're challenging them even if they don't want to be challenged. And if you've listened to some of my earlier podcasts, I've talked about roses, daisies, and weeds. And roses are our best employees. And we have a tendency to reward roses, but we really need to challenge our roses. Even the best employees need to be challenged. And we, we challenge them by showing them options that they have for them to grow. And th that might be uh, additional training. It might be electives that they can take. It might be anything that shows them that they can build and learn to either A, help their, uh, their performance improve in the job they're in, or maybe that might help them for a future job that they've got or a career or some sort of a goal of something that they're trying to purchase or a target that they have. Because not everybody's looking to make it big in the contact center. Some people are just trying to, to make enough money to take another step in something that they've always wanted. And maybe that's, um, maybe that's a new set of golf clubs or, uh, or they're saving up for a car. Anything that recognizes and shows you some sort of a goal that they have that by building and learning, they get better. And, and if they can get better, then they'll have better performance. Uh, they'll have a better opportunity for a, a, a career or a future job or a future purchase or whatever it is that their goals are. So what do you say in order to get them to, to, to understand that you can get better? Hey, I can see you on the leaderboards. Hello, Mr. Ms or Mr., and insert their ultimate career goal, uh, uh, vice president of marketing, uh, supervisor, contact center leader, level two. I saw insert their gift, their goal, their vacation, uh, uh, a target that they have, and their ability to, uh, to achieve that. 
I mean, you should, you should check out, insert again, their training, their elective book that will help them achieve their goal. Hey, you should check out this elective. I saw it. It matches up to your career. You should check that out. You should look at that. Uh, I, I might say I saw and insert a peer or a manager that's on the same track that you are. Um, and they just did X. They read a book. They did a, a elective. Uh, they did some sort of training. Anything that you can do that connects them to the build and learn that shows them that they can get better. Well, you say all this stuff sounds really, really good, but we still have people leaving. Yeah, you will. This is a context center. We're going to have people leaving. But if we can keep them around for a little bit longer, if we can move everybody out a month or six months or change the amount of time that they're with us, because they recognize and see that they have an opportunity to be successful in your organization. They have an opportunity to achieve the personal goals that they desire. They have the opportunity to work with the people that they want to work with. They're going to stick around a little bit longer. And we do that by connecting, I need you. We do that by encouraging, you make a difference. And we do that by building and learning, you can get better. What we've done is we've communicated that we're going to miss you if you don't show up. And these are the ways that, that we can help them stick around and be with us for a little bit longer. I've just given you a list of a number of comments and statements that you can make to your frontline employees. Why don't you take a, a piece of paper and a pen and make a check mark next to every one of your employees as you make these statements to them. And you'll note right away that in order to do that, I've got to know how they're doing. I've got to spend a little bit of time pursuing what they've done, what they're about to do, what they can do, what they need to learn. It's going to require a little bit of effort, but as I've told you before, you have the capacity to be a great leader. You have the capacity to be a, a great frontline supervisor, a great contact center manager, great trainer, uh, great Q, uh, QM manager. It's just going to require a little bit of effort and a little bit of focus, but you can do it. I encourage you to make it so. It's been great to talk to you this week. As always, if there's some sort of a question that you have for me or an area that I might be able to focus on that you're of interest in, drop me an email. Connect with me. Also, uh, you can connect with me on my LinkedIn contact center coach, and you can connect with me that way as well. So look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.